Hey all you nerds out there, are you looking for more wrestling content or podcasts? Then go on over to Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, Twitter, and SoundCloud. And check out NXT and We with PJ and Brett. These fellow nerds review every single NXT episode and also have their very own wrestling interview series among other fun stuff. So, go check out NXT and We today with PJ and Brett. Also, A-Rock Designs. I want to take a minute to give a quick shout out to A-Rock Designs. That is spelled A-R-O-C-K-K Designs. A-Rock Designs is ran by Ashley Rodriguez. She makes all those cool wrestling cups you see floating around. So, if you want to get your hands on any custom merchandise, hit up Ashley Rodriguez at A-Rock Designs. If you can think it, she can make it. Last but not least, do you love wrestling and do you want to talk more about wrestling? Then head on over to Wrestling Review Society on Facebook. WRS is ran by my good friend Kevin Rodriguez. Kevin interviews your fave pro wrestlers every week and has the most amazing free, that's right, free giveaway. All you have to do is join Wrestling Review Society on Facebook and you could be the next big winner. This week's episode is brought to you by Design by Dunbar. If you need a logo design, flyers, e-commerce, website, or anything at all, go check out Designs by Dunbar at www.facebook.com slash Design by Dunbar. What is up, nerds, and welcome to episode 31 of What's Up Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. I am your host, Justin Del Rio, and my guest at this very time is Randy Lawson. This is Randy Lawson, and you're listening to the Nerds of Wrestling podcast. <laughs> What's going on, Randy? How you doing today, man? Hey, not too bad, you know. How are you doing? Ah, you know, living living the dream, man. Living the dream. It's a beautiful day outside. That's that's a plus. Um, you know, kind of, you know, yesterday was kind of something I definitely think we needed. Uh, it was like raining all day here, so it's kind of like, you know, kind of like a relief to say the least. You know, it's like, okay. Yeah. We had this whole nice week. It was beautiful this whole this whole time. Now it's nice to get some rain, you know, and just chill. Yeah. On the opposite side of things, I think it's actually about to rain where I'm at. So. <laughs> oh, where where are you where yeah, are you on? Like your bad weather. <laughs> yeah, where are you from right now? Uh, I live in Richmond, Virginia. Ah, Virginia. Okay, I'm from Connecticut. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same coast. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, so what have you been up to, man, during this whole time? Oh man, uh, I mean, I'm just trying to kind of utilize my time as effectively as possible, and the keyword there is trying. Um. <laughs> I, re- I actually, uh, I just went back to work um, about three weeks ago. Um, outside of wrestling, you know, especially since right now there is no wrestling. Um, outside of wrestling, I'm a, I'm a bartender. So right now in Virginia, we're, we're, I think, one of the stricter states of letting people come back to businesses and restaurants and things like that. So it's, I mean, it's not been a whole lot of bartending or wrestling going on. So. I uh, like I said, just trying to be um, as productive as possible. You know, just kind of always constantly thinking about things that I can do. You know, to try and be better in the ring or outside of the ring. Um, that's kind of what my focus has been on during all of this, trying to kind of better myself going forward, especially when or however this all settles out. 
being in the best position um, to come out of it. Yeah, and you said you're a bartender, man. What really? What what made you want to be a bartender? Uh, mostly just the uh, kind of social aspect to it. Um, I I feel like I'm pretty good at uh, you know talking to people, and um, I enjoy that. So um, that's that makes it you know you, you try and find something to do for work that you enjoy, and that kind of makes it easier to enjoy when you know I can kind of you know converse with people and um and kind of learn things about other people too while i'm working yeah yeah no definitely for sure man i love i love how you you know put that uh you know your aspect um i work with kids man and that's something that i i've always loved to do and till this day man i'm still doing it i've been doing it for about 10 years now but you know unfortunately yeah, yeah unfortunately you know we're we're laid off right now but so it's you know it's unfortunate but you know i know i'll go back soon of course, yeah. yeah everything. That's what you gotta look forward to right now. Yeah, no, definitely for sure, man. Um, have you been keeping up with uh the current product that WWE or even AEW has been putting out for us? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I try again. Um, I try and keep up with as much of it as I can as possible. Um, and you know, like I feel like <laughs> uh, life definitely can get in the way of that sometimes. But right now, I mean, since it's been kind of <laughs> what's going on. I've been able to kind of keep up with a little bit better than usual, but uh, yeah, I, I did actually. I watched um, Double or Nothing last night, and it was a it was a hell of a pay per view. They, they did a really good job um, yeah. with that card last night. Yeah, um, so I I wasn't able to watch it, um, Double or Nothing, but um, I, I watched some matches on YouTube. I watched the the ladder match. I know Brian Cage, oh, yeah. he won, and then I watched Jungle Boy and MJF. That was a good match, and I didn't oh, yeah. see I didn't see any of the other matches, but so. I found like a video on YouTube where I could find the whole the whole thing, and I was yeah. like, "All right, let me let me let me just pick this up tomorrow. I'll watch the rest of it, you know, tomorrow." Yeah. And of course, you know, I go on YouTube today and can't find it anywhere. I was like, yeah, they were damn trying it. to get rid of all that. Where the I was like, damn it! Um, but I did watch I did watch that stadium stampede match, and that was excellent. Oh, they did a phenomenal job with that. So um, good. It was cool because uh, last night I think since the WWE Network came out, it's uh, the first like wrestling pay per view I've like bought. So it's funny, you know, when it goes off at the end and it plays like that nineteen eighties jazz music. <laughs> you know, like when used to order WWE pay per views. Yep. It's like man, I forgot they still did that. Like that's a nostalgic right there. Oh, very much so. <laughs> um, other than wrestling, man, what other stuff does do you like? Um, well, outside of wrestling, I mean, I'm still pretty, I'm pretty, uh, like, very uh, into sports. Um, big baseball fan. Who's your um, team? Big, uh, I'm sorry? Who's your team? Uh, I'm actually a New York Mets fan. Oh, okay. So. As, long as, you're, as long as you're not a Yankee fan, we're good. No. Not at all. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, I always, I always get a little bit of grief whenever I admit that I'm a Mets fan, so. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. It's all good, man. Um, yeah, I'm a Red Sox fan, and uh, you know, every time. Also, I'm like kind of a hockey fan a little bit. Um, you know, if, if, like for people who you know video chatted with me before, they see a big giant Penguins logo behind me, and they go, "Oh, you're from Pittsburgh?" Yeah. I'm like, nah, I'm from Connecticut. They go, "Oh, <laughs> all right." I'm like, "Oh, why? Because the Penguins?" <laughs> like they go, "Yeah." I was like, "No, nah, I'm from Connecticut, man." You know, yeah. so it's kind of <laughs> kind of funny. Um, yeah. How about, That's kind of the same thing with me. There, there are no professional sports in Virginia. Well, at least on like a major league level. So I don't, you know, I don't have a team that's local. You know, in MLB or NHL or uh, NFL. So kind of had to pick and choose as a kid. And 
as a kid, you know, D.C. was kind of the closest area to us. And D.C. sports in the 90s, well, kind of coming out of the 90s and the early 2000s when I was growing up were not the best teams. So kind of, you know, kind of decided to choose elsewhere with that and somehow ended up with the Mets. <laughs> there you go. There you go. How about, like, some TV shows, man? Like, do you, like, do you watch Netflix? Uh, are you, like, a binge watcher on any shows on Netflix or Hulu or any anything? Yeah, I, I go through cycles. Um, it, it all depends on my schedule, you know, with bartending and wrestling, um, and trying to get you know work out and social life in between there. Um, sometimes I don't have a whole lot of time to binge watch, but again, during this quarantine, you know, it's kind of opened up a lot of time to do that. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, the easy ones without you know even putting any thought into it. You know, you can always put on Parks and Rec or The Office. <laughs> play, yep. Let that play forever. Yeah, dude. Like, I, I love, I love how all wrestlers say the same thing. Office or Parks and Rec. Uh, I, I've been yeah. watching The Office for the nerds who are yeah. listening. You guys know I listen to, I watch that show all the time, and I, I started watching Parks and Rec. I watched it before. I couldn't really get into it, but now I've been binge watching it like crazy. I'm already on like season four, so I'm like Jesus, oh, yeah. oh my God, like I'm already on season four. Oh my lord. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Yeah, seriously. I'm definitely gonna continue watching it after it. But um nah man, so let's 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 find out more about you. How did you know how did you become a professional wrestler wrestler, sorry, and what made you wanna become one? Um <clears throat> I guess uh the easiest way to uh answer that would kinda split it up into two things because um I mean as a kid, it's funny, I got into wrestling in um like folk style Greco Roman freestyle wrestling because of like love of professional wrestling and it's I, I'm very certain I'm not the only person that's ever had that happen where you show up to wrestling practice <laughs> for the first time and you're you know you, they you know talking about singlets and headgear and you're like all right sweet so I want to I want to wear tights like you know like Chris Jericho and, <laughs> is that cool and they're like no we're not we don't do that it's not that's not the same kind of wrestling so that first that was the first big defeat in wrestling in my wrestling life and then I fell in love with actually like Volksal and Greco-Roman wrestling, so it turned out to be all right. Um, and I did that for uh, you know I did uh, Volksal and Greco-Roman wrestling for over ten years because um, I started a little bit like uh, into middle school before high school and did a couple years out of high school and I kind of haven't done much Volksal or Greco-Roman competitive wrestling lately just because it's hard to find. Uh, tournaments uh, so again, and that, that's that's predating the quarantine, um, and I, it would kind of infringe on my professional wrestling. So I've kind of let that like the competitive part of my wrestling, like folk style Greco Roman career, kind of retire quietly, um, and kind of just transition fully into professional wrestling. Which kind of funny story enough, it was like full circle. <clears throat> One of the first times I showed up to a. Uh, a professional wrestling show i uh, i it was lost in translation someone gave me like some misinformation and i thought it was a folk style wrestling tournament so i showed up with my singlet and headgear and i showed up and there was you know i showed up in the in the high school gym and there was a ring set up oh and i was like oh <laughs> well i'm here so i talked to some people and um i got uh put into contact with um with a few people and one of the big biggest people that helped me get into training was uh, a guy named philip stamper which i'm pretty sure a lot of people listening to this show will, will know the president of independent wrestling so i owe a lot to him for kind of being the middleman of kind of helping me transition from like i said like folk style greco-roman wrestling and finding who i needed to get 
in touch with to begin my training. Dude, I, I love I love that story when you were talking about wrestling and you're like, oh, can I wear uh, you know, Jericho Jericho tights? You're like, yeah, no, 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 that's not the same type of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, they shut that down. Pretty yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I heard stories before where you know someone who was you know doing high school wrestling in their you know wrestling and they're like, okay, you know, the first day is like you know this and that. And then they thought the next day was gonna be like learning how to do a back bump, and they went to they went to they went to you know go wrestle you know practice, and they didn't do any of that. And it took them a while to figure out like oh yeah this isn't the wrestling I see on TV. <laughs> like, right. Uh, <laughs> so you know, oh, but yeah, um, for sure. yeah. But it does it does help a lot um, getting coming from that style of wrestling into professional wrestling because I mean uh, one of the biggest things with uh, with any any type of wrestling is is the show of respect. And with, um, like, folk style wrestling, when you're practicing, you have to be a good partner. So you have to let your opponent take you down to learn the moves and practice the moves. So you get slammed all day, and you have to learn how to hit the mat. mat. Very similarly to when you transition to professional wrestling. You know, you have to learn how to land so you don't break your neck and and hurt yourself. More than taking, you know, the bump already hurts. Yeah, seriously. Um, so what was what was like you know your training like for you? Well, where did you train? Uh, so I trained uh, with uh, Nick Taylor and Matt Wild uh, with Riot City um, up in Maryland. Um, that was uh, one of the first people that Phil Stamper um, helped me get in touch with, um, and I started training with them. And uh, it was kind of a it was kind of a funny thing because again, just transitioning you know to the professional style of things. Um, again, learning how to take the bump. Um, getting in the ring and you know a lot of people talk about the ropes um, messing them up you know they'll, they'll run the ropes and the, you know they would have all these terrible marks on them I had a few of those um, I think if I had to say anything the style of training is, is kind of similar as far as a lot of cardio a lot of you know kind of high intensity kind of um, exercises uh, I think really <laughs> putting it simple the the biggest difference was the ring you know just going from a mat to a ring and obviously throwing punches and things like that that aren't allowed in folk style wrestling but yeah, yeah. Um, I love that and um, how long after until you know your training was done everything you know you you were you felt comfortable how long after did your trainers and yourself feel you were ready to start taking bookings um it was at least nine months within it was nine months to a year um that i got my first match um it was very quick i think i did i didn't technically do like any any big moves i i threw a lot of punches and choked a guy and choked my opponent oh jeez. um <laughs> and then you know quickly had things uh turn against me um but that big learning point for me um you know it was my debut match so i you know i went into it not expecting anything you know it was my first match i that was the biggest thing to me was just getting through it and being able to kind of put that in my belt and just move forward from that um because i know i know you know it's it's my very first match in a ring um with a crowd and the more i think about that the more uh the chance to to mess something up was prevalent so (laughs) i just try to get through it and i had a blast doing it was your first match a singles match, a tag team match, a battle royal? It was a, a singles match against Massive Mike. It was in uh, it was in Power Pro Wrestling in Delaware. Uh, this would have been uh, 2017, August uh, 26th. So it was about 
it's almost three years ago um this upcoming august wow well congratulations on that man and you know you're stepping out stepping through the curtain the first time in a wrestling show you see the audience you see people and you see that wrestling ring what was your mindset going into that match it was it was kind of a mixture of things but i mean it was the 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 most uh like predominant emotion i remember is like that just pure joy uh like coming through that curtain and kind of even though it's on a smaller scale it's not wrestlemania it's not a you know stadium it is a building you know with probably about a 300 person capacity and we were not at capacity um (laughs) it happens it's it's still such a huge feeling you know to it's like well i'm I am a pro wrestler now. I'm not now. I'm on the I'm on the first step. You know, there's a, a hell of a lot of steps ahead of me. But uh, it was just it's humbling too to to go through that and see the ring and just it it's a big payoff to have that first moment to go through that curtain. Yeah, it's kind of like a surreal moment to say the least. Like you know, you Absolutely. Do, yeah, you do all that training, you get everything done, and you you finally living living your dream, man. And, of course. you know, after that match, you know, after, you know, everything else, what are some other promotions you got the chance to work for? What are some of your career highlights? That's actually a question from a fellow nerd, Clifford. Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, first, I would say that after uh, Power Pro Wrestling, um, my next opportunity came with um, Showtime Championship Wrestling Alliance um, out of Glendale, West Virginia. And I've actually, I've, I'd have to say they're probably one of the most consistent companies I've worked for um, over my career in the past few years. Um, I've worked for them uh, quite a bit. Um, and like I said, they, they gave me some of my first opportunities. And uh, and like I said, they've kept me around since. Um, I have a lot of fun when I go up there. Uh, West Virginia is a different kind of place. And I can say that I don't mean any offense by saying that, but it's... <laughs> it's hard to avoid. It's, I love, I love going to West Virginia. I love wrestling there, but it is a place all of its own. Yeah, no, hey, the, your wrestlers always have that one specific promotion or location where they love to wrestle. It's like, it's like um, WWE wrestlers. I I've heard a ton of podcasts. I heard a ton of wrestlers say their favorite, you know, arena to wrestle in is either MSG or the All State Arena in uh, Chicago. Oh, so yeah. you know, well, I haven't been anywhere near those. Oh, neither have I. <laughs> neither have I. To wrestling in them yet? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can't. I can't imagine. Um, I would say that uh, with with uh, SCWA, um, they have two venues. They kind of go back and forth between. They're both uh, pretty cool. Um, uh, but to kind of go back and um, and answer uh, Cliff's question too, um, I've had some pretty cool moments in my career in the short career it's it's you know it's, i'm still early on but um i've had a pretty uh, a couple cool spots um as far as being able to uh kind of come into a show and, and not you know sometimes that's the best thing you come into a show and not, you don't even know if you have anything and i came to a show and you know helped out and basically what ended up happening is uh ted dibiase was uh cutting a you know, he's talking to the crowd and kind of thanking everybody for coming to the crowd. And I didn't like it. So I came out and interrupted him. And no got shit. To, got to get face to face with the million dollar man and tell him what I felt. I, I might have paid for that. Um, you know, he might have put me in the million dollar dream. But in that mo- before seconds before that happened, 
that was a pretty cool moment in my career. You know, being able to be face to face with Ted DiBiase and, like I said, kind of give him a piece of my mind. Well, that was pretty cool. I'm sorry for that that noise right there, nerds. Um, so when you got to that show, you know that you said that was a show you were helping out at. Yeah, yeah, it was a show. It was a weekend where I was booked. I was booked twice that weekend, and on that Sunday, I was not booked. But I was already out of town um, and carpooling, so I, I rode with them to that show. And um, you know, they always say, "Bring your gear." That's kind of been yeah. like one of the first things that I I learned uh, after you know finishing my training and going to shows is always have your gear ready because you never know who's not going to show up or you know what you know the promoter is thinking. So exactly, I'm always looking you know to help out in any way I can and any opportunity that comes on my way is always appreciated. I love that. You know, great advice too. Um, when you got to that show and you weren't booked for anything, you know, specific at that show, you said you just went there, you're going to help out. You had your gear ready just in case. And what was your mindset when the promoter, I'm assuming he told you, Hey, I want, I need you for this spot. Are you down? Like, but is that, is that how the conversation went for uh, DiBiase? <laughs> Almost exactly, yeah. It almost went down exactly like that, except for there's one funny thing I do like to throw in with the story, and I don't like to pull the curtain back or like expose anything. But it's a million dollar man, so you know that he he does, you know the the million dollar challenge. You know he'll ask you to do something and offer to pay you some money. You know, like <laughs> yep. so there was a hint that he might have something up his sleeve that if I came out there to interrupt him, that he was going to make me pay for it. And that it might've involved Virgil was there and it might've involved those two kind of, uh, doing something to make me, like I said, put the money on the table and embarrass me in front of all those people. And I was nervous. I I have to be honest. It's the only time in my career. I was like, I'm afraid. (laughs) I don't know what they're going to have me do. And all night it was just, and it was because I was a new guy. Uh, all the guys kind of started messing with me, and they're like, "Dude, you're gonna probably have to kiss Virgil's butt or something." Or like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> something <laughs> that I didn't really want to do per se. And it's like I don't, I don't, I want don't know if I can say no to this. You know, it's yeah. such, it's it's such a great opportunity for me, and there's gonna be a minute of it if that's the case. That's gonna not be fun, but uh, I think I have to commit. And thankfully, I go out there and you know figure out that they were just messing with me but you know i don't know i don't know if i would have rather kissed virgil's butt or get put in the million dollar dream because it doesn't feel good but i i think it turned out better to you know yeah i would rather be put into the million dollar dream than to kiss virgil's butt so i mean i I think it was like uh, you definitely won that right there like in a way yeah in in a way in a way I i did lay in that ring a minute after he left and got in his in his limo and it's straight to the airport. <laughs> I love that. Awesome, awesome career highlight, man. And well, yeah. what 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 are some other like career highlights that you want to mention? Um, I guess like on a on a different level, um, something that's more of a personal uh, career highlight to me that like I I, nece- I wouldn't necessarily put on paper um, is. Uh, the chance that I got to work for a company called Primal Conflict Wrestling, um, I it was the first time I ever got to wrestle in my home in my hometown um, here in Virginia, which I, I technically like I live in Richmond, but the high school I went to is about ten minutes outside the city in Chesterfield, 
and their Primal Conflict was running a show literally right across the street from um, my high school, and so it was it was just a, a an extremely like valuable thing to me to be able to kind of reach out to that promoter, especially being as new um, to wrestling, which would have been about I would have been about two years in. This was last September. Um, being able to kind of reach out and developing that confidence to speak about myself and you know in in a way that you know helped me get a booking um and i ended up um wrestling against alpha jr oh wow um, in my hometown which was incredible for me um and like i said that the match itself i mean i I tried to headbutt a samoan so i found out really quickly not to do that (laughs) yeah Um, that's not a good idea well i mean i I have a pretty hard head too, but I mean, I, I didn't know that. I mean, I knew that was a thing. You know, they always say that, you know, Samoans have really, really hard heads and never to headbutt them or try to do moves like DDTs on them. But, you know, I figured I would at least try it out to find out. And I found out the hard way that that doesn't work. Yeah. So, so now you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, lesson learned. Yeah, dude. But, I yeah, love that. It was a fun match. But again, it was in the spectrum of things, it was so much bigger to me just being like that first time, uh, I could have family come to a show. Um, first time, you know, just being <laughs> being able to get in the car and leave for a show, you know, 20 minutes. You know, not even 20 minutes. took me 10 minutes to get there and set the ring up and, you know, just not have to think, wow, I got an hour, you know, not more an hour, but hours worth of uh, drive, you know, to get home tonight. So that was also really cool. But it was kind of still a good amount of, like, uh, confidence in me to – like I said, I, I, I kind of I went to bat for myself. Um, I bet on myself, and it paid off. That's great. And you said that was your family's first time seeing you perform, correct? Yes, yes, ha- it was. Has your family always been supportive of your dream? Uh, for the most part, absolutely. Um, I mean, of course, I think as like family does, they're gonna worry. You know, like, hey, is this gonna be financially the best move for you, or health wise, like? You know, you're not going to get hurt, are you? And I, I try to do the best I can to assure them um, that, you know, I am playing it safe for the most part. I mean, hey, every now and then I'm in the ring and I might have a crazy idea. But for the most part, I try and, <clears throat> I try and, like I said, play it safe, especially, like I said, for kind of like a peace of mind for them. You know, knock on wood, thankfully I've never had anything, you know, where I've had to come through. Yeah, come back home and see my parents and you know tell them some bad news yeah they're bleeding or something I'll have blood a few times but you know nothing, nothing too extreme <laughs> um talking about you know um crazy ideas um you know like you know injuries you say you never had an injury what's the craziest spot you've ever taken <clears throat> Let me think or even that. did um, yourself the one that I did to myself, you said? Yeah, or like, you know, taken or you did to your opponent. Yeah, I've done... Uh, see that? I've done a few things that I, I would consider crazy that some people would probably laugh at. They'd be like, Bush League. <laughs> uh, like, I've done a... I've done, I did a moonsault off of the top rope outside of the ring, um, which was... That was bigger to me than I think. I mean, the crowd, I'm sure, it loved it or enjoyed it, but I was about to pee my pants up there on that top rope yeah um but i did it and it was cool um i feel like in in wrestling at least to me there's there's a lot of things that i feel like if i do it once i can do it 
Like, <laughs> it's getting, it's being able to do it that one time is, is what it takes. And yeah. once you get it down, you, you can apparently always get it down. Or at least that's how it works for me. Yeah. Was so, there a lot of people out there, you know, catching you? Or is it just like two, one person? So it was, uh, I had a lot of trust in those two. There you go. What was it a triple threat? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Partners. That was really one of the bigger reasons why I trusted him. I was like, well, I can, I can take you out, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, talking about wrestling moves and everything, we have a question from Cahill. He wants to know, what is your finisher? Okay. Um. So I use a springboard in Zuguri. Um. Basically, a disaster kick, as Cody Rhodes has kind of made famous. Um. I try and do it a little bit different variation. Um. I think Cody is a little bit more predominantly when he does it from his left foot and I do it more from my right side so I, I just try and do it a little bit differently um it's hard I, I don't want to say I'm, I'm ripping him off uh I you know I don't want to <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I try I don't want to rip anyone off in in that aspect um but like I said I try and kind of tweak it to make it my own and with that being said um my mind's kind of always turning uh about what I can do you know to make things better you know like or what I can do to make moves my own. And I'm, I'm currently um, doing a little bit of grappling and trying to figure out a submission finisher. Uh, so if, got, if any of you guys are fans of like MMA, uh, UFC, uh, there's kind of a fabled move in MMA uh, known as a twister that I've been trying to work on and, and try and make it, you know, where I can kind of hit that in a wrestling match and kind of get that same reaction because in mma it's when someone hits a twister it's huge you know because yeah. you don't start off and it's very technical and a uh, very skilled move so i, I kind of want to put you know some focus and effort into kind of learning something like that um it's kind of just kind of uh i guess pad my not my resume but my repertoire okay you know i'm talking about these <laughs> what was that oh i'm sorry no i'm I, I must have moved, made a noise, sorry. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> um, talking about your wrestling moves and everything, um, are you a heel or a face? Well, <clears throat> that's kind of a, you know, that's kind of a tough question to really answer. Um, I don't want to say it depends on the day. It depends <laughs> on my mood. depends on where I'm at. depends on someone, you know, if I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. depends on if I'm in West Virginia and those people open their mouths and annoy me no it all depends um i think that in most cases i think my uh my wit and my banter my sarcasm kind of kind of shows which would make me uh perceived to most uh be a heel but you know some people like me so you know i feel like i care to them as well so (laughs) no hey you know that's great um we have a question from BJ Williams. He wants to know, can he be your partner? Ah, yikes. You know, I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but, I mean, if that's an inv- invitation to progress, I mean, we can have a discussion. There you go. There you go, BJ. You know, hit him up after this. You never know. You know, yeah. get, some, get the ball rolling over there, man. That's a, that's a guy I'm familiar with, too. That's a guy I've never stepped foot in the ring with one-on-one. You know, I've crossed paths a few times, but that's... It's a very intriguing thought that I will consider. <laughs> um, you seem to wrestle for you know quite a bit of the promotions up there. What you know after this whole quarantine is over, everything is done. 
what what is like what is your motivation for after this is over like what are some promotions you really want to you know step your foot in well that's a good one um basically it, it's gonna all uh be based on how things shake out once uh this clears up um obviously i mean i have high aspirations but i would say that some of the more realistic uh goals that i have moving forward um there's a company in uh in the east coast uh they they run in delaware um sometimes they run in pennsylvania it's uh one cw okay um company that i have a lot of uh a lot of guys that i know work for them uh you know i I know a lot of people that work there and i've never had the opportunity to make the trip up there and it's mostly i mean all 100 percent has been on me you know whether it's been you know traveling um limitations or you know work you know I've never been able to make the one CW. That's a company that I've always had my, uh, my sights set on. Uh, there's a lot of good guys, uh, working there. Um, the last, uh, one of the last shows I did, uh, right before quarantine was outbreak pro wrestling in, uh, Pennsylvania. And I loved it there. Um, loved the locker room there. Uh, it was just, it was just a fun show. It was a cool environment and outbreak really does a good job. So, um, I really appreciate being, uh, given the opportunity to, work there for the first time so i hope that going forward i can you know be there uh, a little more um and then i guess uh without getting a little overzealous um you know like there are bigger companies you know up and down the east coast uh that i would like to work for one of them uh is a school of morton i really want to work for uh at least uh, you know at least go for a couple training sessions and um maybe do a show with ricky morton in Tennessee. Yeah, um, he's he's uh, been on one or two shows. Well, more than two shows with me, and has invited me once or twice, and told me all about it. And it sounds phenomenal. Um, and I know a few people that have gone through there as well. So that's something on my list. And again, I, I'm not trying to get to like the bigger name promotions just yet, because um, I know I got I gotta keep grinding, keep getting out there um, before I can think about doing anything like that yet. Yeah, well, good luck to everything, man. Um, what is some advice that you would give to a youngster who's looking to pursue, you know, a job or a career in you know professional wrestling? Well, um, I think everyone's situation is a little different when they're getting into this business, but I think consistently, if, if you, when you get into the business, you already know that you're getting into something that you're investing in, and like literally investing in. You know, people say that all the time. You're investing in yourself, but you're literally having to put money in to make sure you have a reliable car to be able to make it to shows consistently. You have to be able to put money in uh, to get gear, uh, to look professional, to be professional, uh, and again, to train to be professional. You have to put money into that. Um, And on top of that, you have to pay bills at home. So as long as you can establish that uh, stability, um, where you can afford to do all that. And there are going to be times where you're not. I mean, you hear stories about guys all the time that lived in their cars. I know a lot of wrestlers who have done that, have lived in their cars, you know, have just been in not uh, necessarily ideal situations, but they did it because they love wrestling and want to be a wrestler. So uh, I guess to anyone getting into wrestling, I would say make sure that's what you want to do. And when you want to commit, commit to it because it can pay off and it will. Um, you kind of get what you give with wrestling. Yeah. Uh, great advice, man. Um, Randy, this has been so much fun talking to you, man. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, bro. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. <laughs> actually, I'm going to drop this right now. It's actually my first podcast I've done. It's oh, really? Absolutely. Nice, so, man. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that, you know, we were able to make this happen, bro. Absolutely. Like I said, it was. I had a lot of fun doing it, so thank you so much for having me. Yeah, anytime, man. Before we sign off, drop some plugs. Where can the Nerds of Wrestling find you? All right. Well, as of right now, they can find me staying at home. Uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm still stuck in Richmond, Virginia. There's no wrestling here, nor uh, in the foreseeable future. Um, I do believe SCWA is tentatively planning a show in August in West Virginia, in Glendale. Um, I will give you that date. As soon as I can pull it up, I'm so sorry. It's all good, man. Don't worry. <clears throat> so as of right now, uh, they are pushing for August 8th. Uh, SCWA that is in Glendale uh, West Virginia and I am currently the United States uh, still quarantine or no quarantine I am the reigning and defending United States champion at SCWA so they'll probably find someone for me to kind of roll through real quick you know because again it's West Virginia and they hate me so they want me in and out they they hate (laughs) that title there but it's fine it is what it is Uh, so yeah uh, I'll have that coming up on August 8th tentatively you know it all it, it all is kind of up in the air with the current situation going on. Uh, my social media is uh, I'm at Randy Lawson Pro on Instagram. Uh, you can just search Randy Lawson on Facebook to find me. And my YouTube channel is currently under under construction, but just stay tuned to my Instagram page and my Facebook page uh, for updates regarding my YouTube and how I'll be uploading matches, clips, uh, and different kinds of content on there. Uh, beyond that, yeah, I guess uh, you might find me on the Nerds of Wrestling page, uh, talking trash for some of y'all here and there. <laughs> Love it, bro. <laughs> Randy, thank you so much again, man. We'll definitely stay in touch. And, you know, until then, man, just stay safe and, you know, have a great day. Awesome. Hey, man, you do the same. Thank you again. No problem, buddy. And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.